Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman-Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. And this week, we'll be talking about a program that I've been using for many years to learn and practice music, to create my own musical compositions, and also to share my compositions with my jazz trio. We'll speak with Tobin Frank, Chief Development Officer at PG Music, about Band in a Box, which they developed, and how the scripts that Pete wrote make this program accessible using JAWS. But first for our tip of the week. This week's tip is that using scripts for your screen reader can make even intrinsically inaccessible programs accessible. And one of the powers of the JAWS screen reader is that it has the ability to write custom scripts that can make many programs accessible if they're not at first, or they can make them more efficient to use. So if you have a program that isn't accessible, either write your own scripts if you're a programmer, or do a Google search for people who have already written scripts like I have for Band in a Box, and you can find those scripts and use them. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Let's start by meeting Tobin and learning a bit about PG Music, the company responsible for Band in a Box. My name is Tobin Frank, and I'm the Chief Development Officer at PG Music, uh, where we make Band in a Box. And uh, my job here is mostly a musical job. It's, uh, I'm in charge of the, all of the content that we release with Band in a Box. So all the real tracks, the re- real musicians that you're hearing when you hear Band in a Box, that's what I'm involved in with the production of it, with the pre-production and all that kind of thing. And you guys are located in Canada, right? But distributed around the world. Uh, yes, that's correct. We're located in Victoria, British Columbia. So that's uh, the as far west as you can get. Uh, we're on Vancouver Island. And uh, we've been here for over two decades. It started off in Ontario, but uh, the, the company moved to BC, and that's when I joined in. And how big of a company is PG Music these days? Um, I would say we have between 20 and 30 employees, and that's in all the different departments, uh, development departments, programming, um, customer service, uh, shipping, all that kind of thing. So yeah, it's relatively small, but not tiny. Sometimes it can be fun working for a small company, right? Oh, yeah, it is. This has been a great job for me. I I love it here. And how long did you say you've been there? I have been with PG Music since 2001, I believe. So that's almost just coming up on 20 years. Wow. Wow. Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Underwriting pairs the impact of targeted marketing with the integrity of community goodwill. Learn more by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is Band in a Box and how it can be used with JAWS thanks to some scripts that Pete wrote. And at the end of this segment, you'll get to hear Pete demonstrating how well it works. So in our introduction, you said that you've been with PG Music since 2001. How old is the company? How did it get started? It's over 30 years old, and it started off with our uh, chief programmer and uh, president of the company who uh, still is with us and still is the main programmer, Peter Gannon. 
So he started it basically because he's he's a musician, a uh, really good musician too, I should say, uh, jazz, piano, and plays guitar and uh, lots of other instruments as well. But um, he started it because he wanted to have something to practice with. So basically just drums and bass so that he could practice playing jazz piano. Oh, so sort of like music minus one. Yeah, yeah, kind of uh, similar to the Jamie Abersall uh, kind of things, but where he was able to just put in whatever chords he wanted. Uh, whereas with the with the Abersold stuff, it's they made records, really cool records, but play along with what's on the record. Whereas with this, of course, you put in whatever chords you want, and it generates the parts for you. So, yeah. So he's uh, he was actually a doctor at the time, so he just did this basically to sort of aid in his hobby, uh, and so he created it. And then relatives of his sort of said. Uh, you know, there's probably a market for this. Uh, and I think he was even planning on just making it free shareware kind of thing. But he was convinced otherwise. And uh, yeah, and it, then it just sort of took off from there. Wow, that's an interesting genesis. But it shows you how, you know, sometimes if you find a need, you find a way of addressing that need, even if it's just for yourself. And then all of a sudden it grows into something much bigger. Yes, yeah, absolutely, for sure. So you kind of hinted in that history about some of what Band in a Box does and why a musician might want to use it, but maybe you can be a little bit more specific about what Band in a Box actually is all about. Okay, so yeah, it, it creates backing tracks for you. That's uh, to sort of pare it down to its bare basics. That's what it does. It creates backing tracks. For anybody who wants to use backing tracks, they know what those are, but for Anybody who just likes to listen to music, can you describe that? Yeah, that's that's a great point. Okay, so if you're hearing a song on the radio, you are hearing a whole bunch of musicians, a drummer, a bass player, a guitarist, uh, maybe a saxophone player, and probably a singer as well. So that's what you're hearing. And so during the process of recording that song, often it's done in in chunks, like they'll record the drummer first and then the bass player and then the guitarist. So that's what you're hearing when you hear a song on the radio. So backing tracks would just be like just the drums by itself and just the bass by itself and just the guitar. Those are the tracks. So for someone who's practicing uh, or is songwriting or anything like that, having tracks like that would be a, is a great tool because you can then have those tracks to sing along to or to practice soloing your, on your saxophone along to. So that's what backing tracks are. And the great thing with Band in a Box is that you can get backing tracks for basically any song, including a song that you're just writing yourself because you just type in the chords for that and then Band in a Box creates the backing tracks. Did that kind of answer the question there? Yeah, that's great. Um, I was just going to add where most people are probably most familiar with this is if you see one or two musicians out in the park or wherever and they're playing one or two instruments, but they've got some boxes with them and it sounds like there's half a dozen instruments, the rest of those instruments are all backing tracks. That Yes, that's exactly right. Like, you know, sometimes you might see a pan flute player and they're they're playing some peruvian songs and all you're seeing is the pan flute player but you're hearing like these uh percussion drums and bass and all that stuff those are the backing tracks yes exactly and as you pointed out it can be used for not only practicing along with 
your pseudo band, but also for composing music. Band in a Box is very flexible in terms of entering the chords, and it will come up with arrangements of those chords. And then you can also record some of the melody notes in a MIDI format or from a MIDI keyboard or something. So maybe you can talk a little bit about putting that music together. Right, yeah, from the, from the compositional standpoint. There are lots of programs that are composing programs where you actually write in the music. Like you, you can write in a flute part and write in a cello part and the program like Finale or Sibelius will play that. Band in a Box is more chord-based. So say if you're a guitarist and you've learned some chords, you're learning some chords on guitar, you know the chord, like G is one of the first ones you learn, and you know the C chord, and you know the F chord. Well, there's then there's lots of other chords, of course. And that's what Band in a Box mostly focuses on, is, is you just enter the chords for a song. Um, so you don't need to do like the specific arrangements of exactly what the guitarist is going to play. So you just type in the chords and Band in a Box plays it. So from what you were saying, from a compositional point of view, you can try out different chords and hear what they sound like and what the, what the musicians will play over them just by typing in the chord. And if you, if you want to try a different one, just type in a different chord and it will play that. And so all of the instruments will be playing those chords. So the guitarist will be playing over those chords, the drummer, the piano player, whatever instruments you've picked for your song they'll all be playing over those chords. So it's kind of like being in a studio and putting a chord chart in front of a guitarist and say, you know, I want this to be sort of a ska kind of groove. You don't have to write out the exact notes that you want the guitarist to play. You just put the chords in front of them and say, oh, I want a ska kind of groove. And if they're a good musician that knows what they're doing, they'll be able to just say, okay, yeah, ska groove, I'll play it. And, uh, play these chords, playing this ska groove. And that's what you're getting with Band in a Box, pretty much. And you mentioned one particular style of ska, but actually the other thing that Band in a Box comes with is a wide collection and assortment of different styles, and you can essentially just select a particular style to go with your composition or the song that you pulled into Band in a Box and see what that sounds like. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm not exaggerating here when I say it's literally thousands of styles to choose from in Band in a Box. So a person might say, a thousand styles, there aren't a thousand styles of music. What do you mean a thousand styles? And I just mean all like that many different sort of sh- subgenres. So you could say jazz is a style, but jazz swing is a style. A jazz swing quartet with a, a guitarist complementing the, the piano player, that's another style a jazz waltz swing, jazz swing with uh, an organ instead of a piano, that kind of thing. So those, those are the types of sort of subgenres and that I'm talking about and literally thousands. And there's jazz, there's rock, there's folk, there's world styles, Afro-Cuban, bluegrass, country, lot like classic country, modern country, uh, all different kinds, literally anything you can think of really. It's probably in Bannon Box. And if it's not, We'll probably put it in the next release. And what's really neat about having all those styles is they're easily switchable at the click of a button, and you can test out various styles with your particular composition. Yeah, that's right. And any style that we have in Band in a Box, we've made sort of a template that uses the style, like just a short 30-second clip. So if you want to hear what the style is going to sound like, you just double-click on it, and you hear it instantly. 
And then if you like that style, then you can pick that to use for your song. And then your song, whatever chords you've entered in, will be played using that style. Yeah. Another thing that is unique about Band in a Box compared to some of these other music composition programs you mentioned, like Finale and Sibelius, is the real tracks which can play some of this music as opposed to the MIDI feedback that most of the other programs give. Can you talk a little bit about the real tracks, how they're made and what they are? Yeah, well, a little earlier, I talked about the history of, of PG Music and the history of Band in a Box and how it started with uh, our company president, Peter Gannon, who just wanted some tracks to play along with. This was back in the 80s, so he invented the program. And it, it was just MIDI at that time. So uh, you would hear, you know, drums and bass playing along that you could practice along to with on, on piano. Uh, but it's just a MIDI bass and a MIDI drums. And what that means is, for those of you who don't know what, what MIDI is, MIDI itself is just, just kind of like instructions for, so f uh, a MIDI drum part is just saying it's a hi-hat hit here, 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 like that. So it's just instructions, and then that gets sent to some sort of sound generator that has just a single sample of a hi-hat hit or a tom hit or something like that. Same with the bass. A MIDI bass is really just instructions, play this E note, play this F sharp note at this particular time for this duration. And then the sound source just has those individually sampled notes. So that's what MIDI is. And Band in a Box uh, used that method for many, many years. And still, there are still lots of MIDI features. However, about, I'm going to, I want to say 15 years ago, we started first with the drums is we decided, well, we want to have not just these little individually sampled notes making up your part. We want to hear an actual drummer, like, you know, uh, playing uh, and be able to uh, play over these grooves. So we started with drums, and so we recorded real drummers, and uh, we would record portions of them playing uh, a particular groove. We would have them record uh, fills that you would uh, that they would play over those grooves, um, like drum fills. And then we were able to piece that together into Band in a Box as audio. So whatever song you enter now in Band in a Box, it's drawing from that material rearranging it and piecing it together to fit your song. So it started with that and that what became extremely popular. So then we had these real drums and we called them real drums playing along with, you know, MIDI bass and MIDI guitar and MIDI piano for, I think for a couple of years. And people loved that. They just loved having these, this, these real drummers in their songs and band in a box. So then we started to develop uh, real tracks which is the same kind of idea, but now we're talking about all other instruments, pitched instruments. So the difficulty with that is with the drums, when you enter a chord, it doesn't matter for the drums because the drummer is not playing specific notes. They're just playing the rhythm. And so the same drum pattern will work over a C chord, over an F chord, over an A minor chord, over a G7 sus chord. It doesn't matter. But with other instruments, the bass player has to be playing a G bass note over a G7 sus chord. A piano player has to be playing uh, a C augmented chord if the user enters C augmented and down in a box. So, but despite that fact, we managed to come up with a method of getting these actual real performances. So that's, that's how real tracks uh, started. 
And I, I think that was about 12 or 13 years ago. And since then, we've just every year, we've been recording more and more musicians and really great musicians too. Like when we first started, it was still wonderful musicians in the Vancouver area. Uh, but over the years, we've we've got a lot of great musicians from Nashville, great musicians from New York, like Ron Carter playing bass. You can have Ron Carter playing bass on your song in Band in a Box. So, uh, Kenny Barron on piano, Brent Mason, wonderful guitarist from from Nashville. So we have lots and lots of these real tracks now, and that's mostly what we have, what people are using uh, in Band in a Box these days. What other features of Band in a Box would you like to highlight for us? Well, one of the most popular recent ones that we've added is the plug-in version. So for a long time, the tracks that you create in Band in a Box, you can save them as audio files and then open them up in a DAW that you might be more familiar with, like Pro Tools. I should explain that a DAW is a digital audio workstation. So that's basically a recording program. So you could take the audio that you created in Band in a Box and bring it into Pro Tools or Reaper or GarageBand or Logic and then do additional work on it there. Like you could take the tracks that you created and then in GarageBand you could record vocals over top or your own guitar solo or whatever. That has been my method of working. I would generally create a composition in Band in a Box, save each track as a WAV file, pull it into one of these DAWs and then operate on it from there. Yeah, and, and that's exactly how a lot of people use Band in a Box. That's The new thing now is that when you purchase Band in a Box, either Windows or Mac, and install it, it automatically also installs the DAW plugin, which means you can now write in GarageBand or write in Pro Tools or Reaper. You can open up the plugin, the Band in a Box plugin, and it has a chord chart like you would see in, in Band in a Box, but it's right in that DAW now. So you can then enter the chord progression there, pick the style right there, and then get the tracks right right in the DAW that way. So a lot of people like to, if they're working in Pro Tools, they like to stay in Pro Tools. So a lot of people just really love the convenience of that, is not having to have a separate program, Band in a Box, open somewhere else. Uh, they just basically have Band in a Box at their fingertips right within their favorite DAW. Well, I haven't actually tried that DAW plug-in myself, but maybe I'll have to give it a shot sometime. Well, and the other thing that I see Pete doing with his trio, so Pete's totally blind, but the other two like sheet music. And if he writes a tune using Band in a Box, he can just export it as a PDF and they can print it out and look at it on paper. Yeah, that is a thing that people like to do, to use Band in a Box for as well, is to create lead sheets. Now, I mentioned earlier there are, there are lots of notation programs out there, things like Finale and Sibelius, and they're fantastic for really in-depth, uh, you know, any kind of composition that you want to do, any type of articulation, you can do it in those pro programs. Now, Band in a Box is, has notation features as well, but it's more geared towards someone who wants just a sort of a quick and dirty lead sheet. So, you know, doing a, a jazz standard, that kind of thing, super easy and quick to do in Band in a Box which a lot of people love. So yeah, that's a lot of people use it for that. Um, and then, and then print off their sheet music for the musicians that they're going to be playing with. And I do find that very useful. Now, as promised, here is the demonstration Pete put together 
of him using Band in a Box with the Jaws scripts that he created. And this is excerpted from a testimonial that appears on the Band in a Box website, along with testimonials from many other musicians talking about how they've used Band in a Box and how it's enhanced their musical experience. Hi, my name is Pete Torpy. I play piano for a jazz trio in town, and I'm also totally blind. I don't see anything. And so in the next few minutes, I want to tell you why I find that Band in a Box is such a useful tool for me, how I use Band in a Box as a blind person, and then at the end, I'll give you some resources where you can pick up some tools that I developed to make Band in a Box work with my screen reader, and also some other resources that you might find valuable. Anyway, before I started using Band in a Box, the way I used to learn all my jazz music was I had a sighted person, usually my wife, plunk out the melody on a piano while she spoke the chords into a recorder, and then I would play that back and learn the tune. And of course, Band in a Box is a lot easier to work with in that regard. Now, Band in a Box will speak each of the chords to me, and I can listen to each of the notes in the tune, and even play along with it to practice the tune. I also use Band in the Box to put together some of my own compositions so I can share them with the other members of my trio when I print out lead sheets for them. When you play Band in a Box, all of the chords are highlighted as the tune is playing or as you navigate through the song. Unfortunately, my JAWS screen reader, which usually speaks all the information to me in word processors and on the internet, it doesn't speak any of that information in Band in a Box. So that's why I had to develop these scripts for JAWS to customize how JAWS worked with Band in a Box. And when you use these scripts, they're designed to have these chords speak as the tune is playing and each chord is highlighted. So the blind person gets the same kind of feedback as the sighted person gets. And similarly, as you navigate through a song using the arrow keys, JAWS will also speak those chords. Now, there are also a lot of other functions built into the scripts to assist the blind person know what's happening on the screen, but I don't have time to go through all that today. But let me give you a quick demo of how JAWS works when you have it running with the scripts and Band in a Box. Now, here's a song of mine that I put together in Band in the Box, and we'll hit space. Space to start it playing. One, D minor seven flat five, a seven flat nine. Two, D minor seven. Three, D minor seven, C seven. And you hear Jaws speaking to the bars and the chords as the song progresses. Now let me pause the song. Bar six, D one, bar change to dash, D minor seven. And now I'm arrowing through the song bar by bar using the arrow keys. Bar seven, D one, D flat seven. And again, Jaws speaks the chords. Bar eight, D one, a seven flat nine. I can also tell the mute and unmute status by using JAWS Bass, mute, alt, three. and the alt number Piano, keys. Mute, alt, four. Drums, mute, alt, five. Master, mute, alt, two. Master, mute, alt, two. And those are just some of the capabilities of the scripts. I encourage people when they do download the scripts from my website to read the documentation so you'll learn about all the other functionality that's built into the scripts to help the JAWS user get the access they need and the information they need while they're using Band in a Box. And you can do that by hitting the JAWS key plus F1 once you're inside the scripts. Now the JAWS key on a computer is the insert key on a desktop and the caps lock key on a laptop computer. And also JAWS key plus H will 
give you additional help information for the scripts and tell you about some of the hotkeys that I built into the scripts so you can customize your experience. So finally, let me tell you where you can get the scripts that I developed to make Bandlerbox more accessible with the JAWS screen reader. And I'll also share some other resources that you might find valuable. So all those scripts can be downloaded from my website at torpy.info slash scripts. That's T-O-R-P-E-Y dot info slash B-I-A-D-J-A-W-S-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. On that page, you'll find instructions for downloading scripts, installing the scripts, and then how to run the scripts. Also on that page, you'll find links to the Midimag.x mailing list, which is a forum for blind musicians, producers, and people who just like music. And it's a great place to share information about the accessibility of many software products used for audio production. So I hope you find those scripts useful. They're all free, and let me know how it works if you have problems. And not surprisingly, all the background music you heard were some of my own compositions created using Band in a Box. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Now for this week's final item, how to learn more about PG Music and Band in a Box and how to contact them. So if people want to find out more about PG Music or find out more about Band in a Box, where would you direct them? Our website uh, is at www.pgmusic.com. You can also just go to www.bandinabox.com, which directs you there as well. And um, you can purchase Band in a Box there or in many uh, retail stores, I believe Guitar Center and, and places like that have Band in a Box. And the other great thing about the website, though, too, is that we have lots and lots of tutorial videos. So you can check out how to create audio files or how to enter a song, that type of thing. We have lots and lots of videos showing you all kinds of different things like that. Do you have a social media presence? Uh, yeah, we have Facebook presence. So we're, we're constantly posting on Facebook and Twitter. Um, I think Instagram as well. I'm not in the, the marketing department myself, but I believe we do have all kinds of social media. And if somebody has a question they want to submit by email or telephone, can they do that? Yeah, we have a customer service center where we can answer questions and we can take orders. We also have a live chat on our website. Uh, so if you go there, you can actually chat online uh, to someone right in person and they can often answer technical questions or, uh, or that kind of thing. And there's also a support email that you can send emails to as well. If people want to try Band in a Box before committing to buying it, is there a demo version available? There is no demo version, but we do have lots of videos where you can see Band in a Box in use and see chords being entered and real tracks being played in them. Yeah, and the other thing too is that we have a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you purchase Band in a Box, you have 30 days where you can try it out. And if you're not satisfied with it, we will give you a full refund. Okay, great. And of course, you can find all of that contact information in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. We'll also have links to the full testimonial from which our clips were created for the demo. 
That's it for show number 2020. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about the latest update to Bard Mobile. The Bard Mobile app from the National Library Service has recently had a major update. We'll talk with Judy Dixon from the NLS about some of the exciting new features you will find in the new version of the app, including the ability to find books by the same author in the same series or genre and subscribe to new releases. So we hope you'll all join us for that episode next week. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy, and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.